Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Let's go. Morning. Let's go. Run, 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 run. And uh, beautiful morning. It's lovely. Can't do too much today because I've got a race tomorrow, and you're coming off a race at exactly. the weekend. Exactly. Right? What is what's your race tomorrow? It's a uh, it's the Highgate Open 5K Classic. Well, that's near well, here, so why don't we just go and get started? Which I'll be uh, win by going first. I'll be endeavouring. Um, not to come last. Yep. That'll be the big, They're quite <laughs> that, fierce, that will they? be the big struggle. Well, I'm in the slowest race. Yeah. Um, and looking around, some people, there's some people in the slowest race at least a minute faster than me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be near the, I'll be near the bottom of the field. What do you say, 5K? 5K. If I can beat 20 minutes, I'll be pleased. I haven't done any speed work or anything. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we'll do our best. Have on you the done anything training-wise for it this week? I went out. I've been running a fair bit. I did seven miles... On Saturday, but I did some. Stop a second. Carry on. Go on then. You okay? But, but but I did some I did some speed uh, work during that. I did I did ten two minute bursts with a minute in between and then some sprints at the end. So by the end that was quite that was quite hard work. Yes. So I've, I've done one speed session and then just loads of five six mile runs. Yeah. Good. And I haven't drank for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I was a really, taper. Really warming up to be impressed. Then. <laughs> yeah. Forty-eight hours? <laughs> no. The ultimate sacrifice. That thing about doing intervals. Yeah. I had a good moment coming up here. I ran up here today. Yeah. I did two and a half miles from my house, but that's the first. You know, I did a half on Sunday two yeah. days ago. So two drink-free days ago for you. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you know, I wasn't going hard coming up here. Yeah. Lots of aches and pains, just kind of plodding along, and. Uh, I saw this guy on the other side of the road. He was going really fast. Really it's like when a sports it. car overtakes you. you right, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, of course, the then he satisfying stopped. thing is he stopped. Yeah, yeah. Then he walked. Right. He did his watch quite a lot. Walked for a while. I overtook him. Yeah. And then he came past then me again, again yeah. really <laughs> fast. And that kept going on. Actually, no, I didn't overtake him that time. I just kind of caught him up. Right. And eventually, after obviously going the same way, and about a mile later... 
I uh, overtook him. Right. I really enjoyed that. The basic principle <laughs> of it, the hair tortoise yes, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically felt like the baddie in a horror story. Yeah. You know, yeah. the zombie or the mummy that doesn't have any pace. Yeah. And yet somehow it you gets you in the end. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday's one of those days where people who are going to do quality sessions send them on a Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. So you'll find a fair bit of that. So, um... <laughs> Tell us about Sunday. Well, it was great. Um, it was, uh, I went up to, I don't know if I told you already, but um, the stand really came through because when I decided I was going to go ahead to the great North Run. Right. Despite it basically being the day before my dad's funeral, was, uh, you know, I thought I'd do that. Yeah. But I hadn't planned to stay anywhere or do anything. And I got in touch with the comedy club. Right. And said, can I come up and do a short spot? And can you sort me out the comedy club hotel room? Right. And they said, yes, yes. That's very kind of them. So I started with a non-guitar 10 minutes. And it felt very cheeky of me, but I thought, as long as I'm funny, you know, as long as I get yes. laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, and it's a great club, isn't it? And it's great. And the other thing yes. is, I realised when I got there, I've got a bit about the Great North Run. And of course, that's a reminder of how excellent the Great North Run is and pretty, pretty much unique, I think. I mean, there's lots of comparisons between the Great North Run and the London Marathon. You know, right. it's tens of thousands of people. The yeah. support is just incredible. Obviously, it's a half marathon, not a marathon, but the very fact that that doesn't matter that much yes. is kind of part of what I'm talking about. It's, it's probably it? the second biggest mass event, isn't it, in the Absolutely. UK? Absolutely. Yeah. And actually, in terms of participants, it's bigger than London Marathon. Well, there we go. And the other thing about it's it is yeah. it's, uh, it's more local, you know? Yeah. You couldn't go on stage at the comedy zone. Don't get me wrong, you know, we love London. The London Marathon. Sorry, calling London Marathon London. Um, but you can go on stage at the comedy store and say, who here's done the London Marathon? You know, even if yes. people had, they'd keep their heads down. Yes, yeah, Or yeah, you yeah. go on stage at the stand You'll Newcastle. So has yeah. anyone ever done the Great North Run? We, you know, and a dozen people say, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. And a dozen people from all walks of life. Yeah. Absolutely, naturally, yeah, spans that thing. Everything from charity runners who are going to walk yes. all or most of it to really the kind of people you'll be racing with tomorrow, you know, fierce, yes, fierce committed club runners, club runners with yeah, incredible it's, a fast, it's known as a fast course for club runners as well. Yeah, I can't see that. There's a, there's a dialogue about the, apparently it's not considered particularly uh, hilly and it's certainly not considered uphill on the way out, but right. it feels pretty uphill it feels to me. Like it, yeah. They put all the um, descent into the one at the beginning, right? which is great because it sets you off at a pace. And the one at the end, yeah. which just basically gets rid of the amount of gradient that you... From the river to... You cross the river about a mile and a half. Right. And from there till seven miles, it's just incline after incline. Really? Right. And none of them are brutal, but they're proper. Yes. You know, they're not nothing. You can see them. Right. And it's all... Yeah. You know, it's just basically by the time you get to halfway... Your you've worn, you've worn yourself out on the climbs. Yes, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're trying to maintain any kind of pace, which I knew uh, from before, so I enjoyed that. I remembered it. So anyway, it was lovely to do the gig and be reminded of that. And then I went out. I was disappointed not to see uh, Sophie Rayworth or Susie Chan. Right. Susie Chan was doing the Nevis Marathon, I think. Right. I don't know where Sophie Rayworth was. Um, but I bumped into um, uh, Martin Yelling. On Brilliant. a start line, yeah, good. So he was running it, was he? Yes, with a, with another friend, I can't remember right. her name, but they were running it. It's 
specific pace and I think cool. doing a kind of video diary type thing. Cool. Um, so that was nice. Good form. Yeah. He's always on good form, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good company. Yeah. Good to catch up. And of course, it's a while. I was saying how our episode with him was considered a classic by some listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, Certainly was. a classic run in our it memories. Was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we need to get out there with him again. Well, it's so it's convenient. It's so convenient the four-hour drive, isn't it? Yeah. So it's good to get down just there. Just rip it in, yeah. Just get <laughs> down there for four hours and then run yeah. six, which turns out to be 12 miles. Yeah. <laughs> Climb a rock in the middle. No, it was beautiful. It was great. What a nice man. Yeah. Um, so, and then... So you stayed at a decent, day. decent hotel. Was it all right? Was it near the start? Was it? Well, yeah, was it? I had uh, very kindly, the great, great run gave me a celebrity place. Nice. And I had a celebrity bus place back from the finish oh, to the... Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, always very... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, South Shields is just... It's very hard to get home from, so yeah. thank goodness for that. Yeah. But I didn't have a bus out. Right. So I was staying in town, staying in the hotel next to the club. And then walked up to start and just climbed over a fence. Right. And got onto the course. Good for you. Dumped my bag there. (laughs) I think this is wrong, but it's kind of right. And then I was pretty grumpy. I was just sad from being on my own. Yes. And uh, a sad time. Of course. And also, (laughs) if I'm honest, there was a lot of people being interviewed and things and just kind of milling around. The the VIPs and celeb runners all mill around on the first few hundred yards of the course just until they get ushered into the starting pen. And... uh, it's all very jolly. And this bloke kept moving me on. Right. He kept going, can you go and start getting to the pen? It's like about an hour before the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and it was so patently obvious that he was saying that to me. Right. Because I wasn't anyone. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, do you have to rub it in, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of really going on. You're on your own. Yeah, and I get You've it. You've got I your mean, personal stuff. Yeah. And every time yeah. I chance a celebrity place, I know I'm chancing it. But yeah, yeah, same Equally, yeah. it wasn't like Elvis Presley was running it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally. So, yeah. anyway, so that was fun. That was a, kind of, as has often been the case the last couple of weeks, and I needed someone to have a go at. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was perfect. Yeah. So I'm just leaning on the barrier to send a text, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so did, did it no, you send them to, tell them to go over there. Did it possibly <laughs> st- steal your resolve for the run, maybe? Or was it... Uh, yeah, it was too early. Was yeah. ages. But then, uh, yeah, I had a little... Uh, <laughs> I had a little... Uh, what set me off? Something set me off on the start line. I did have a little... It's funny about the whole uh, grieving process, because it's true. It definitely meant more, you know, being a kind of this-is-for-you-dad run. But equally... I'm not that emotionally illiterate, you know. Yeah. So I can tell you now, so, oh, yeah, I was doing a great north run and I was crying. I cried twice. Did you really? But both times I went, oh, oh, I'm crying, gosh. And then that is how, my, how long I cried for. <laughs> you know, I noticed, managed to stop it. Well, it's good that it Stop happened. myself. And also it would be even harder to run when you're crying as well, isn't it? It's sort of, there's a sort of physical... Maybe defence of that as well, isn't it? In terms of yeah, like the yeah, both maybe. experiences happening at once, maybe. maybe in terms of what we seek from life, those things that's less coincidental than you'd think. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, funny enough. I can't think what set me off, but it was genuinely, what can I say, a pleasant surprise how in touch I was with my sadness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I think, I think even if I'd done it a week before. I'd have just forgotten all about that deliberately because it's yes. too real. Yes. But as a result, as 
the time had passed and everyone's generosity and all the preparations for the funeral, you know, I found that I was able to look straight down the lens of that sadness and you should That's great. let that happen and have a cry. Absolutely. But right. as in my Absolutely. case, when I say have a cry, have a cry that lasts half a second and then go, <laughs> yeah. and go back to benching with Martin yelling. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, uh, yeah, goodness. so the run, I go on about it. So I do think it's, uh, it does feel pretty uphill. I don't think it's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, I had it in my head. Um, Kev was chasing me for my gold, silver, bronze. I was like, I don't know, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but um, obviously, you do think about that stuff. And I think that... Um, I can't even remember whether we discussed that, actually, before. I don't we... think we did. Right. But um, here's roughly where I was at going into it. One, last time I did it, I had a broken toe. Yeah. I really surprised myself with, I think it was like 140 bang on. Right. Uh, and in retrospect, it should be noted that I was very competitive with that broken toe. Yeah. But I think by the end of that year, I realized that a broken toe was surprisingly irrelevant to my foot fitness. Right. So I think I ran that marathon, at half marathon at kind of normal speed. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to, I'd be interested to know what my other great North Run time was. I'll have to look it up. But anyway, that was the one I really didn't want to be slower than. Yeah. And then there was, at the other end of things, there was my Manchester time from earlier this year, which was, what, 1.33? Right. And I just thought, I don't quite know how I did that. Right. And uh, <laughs> I'm not as fit as I was then. So, realistically, Somewhere. I expected to be between those two. Yeah. And I was targeting 1.35. Right. Um. Swift, that's it? a yeah. That's a yeah. That's a problem. You yeah. know, that's it. That would be competitive with all my hearts ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was looking at back at my half marathon PB and just thinking, I can't, I can't believe I was that fast. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I think it was a mistake. Anyway, it wasn't. It wasn't just the nature of distant PBs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Because you do, that? you know, good and bad ones. You do. Um, you do push them into your, you. You have selective memory about them. Don't yes. You? Yeah, yeah. Like um, I think I realised that you know we had this conversation on the Q and A about mojo. Yeah. I think sometimes when people feel like they've lost, lost their mojo, I think they've just forgotten how hard running was before the then. Presence, yes. But yeah. I used to love this. I thought no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were fighting it all the way. It can be hard. Yes. Yeah. But um, so yeah. So that was my kind of rough window of. Uh, a p- potential achievement and uh, set off down the hill looking at those splits you wanted to look at 730, just 730, 730, 730. well the down the hill is more like 6.20 6.20 was it really? So right. what? I didn't right. even feel like I was going fast you know can't start off at 6.20 I know I don't know I don't know I don't know what was going on I, I don't know again I, it doesn't feel accurate I didn't feel like I was well, no, it might fast. well have been accurate you, just, you naturally start off a bit faster than if it's all downhill I mean that's sort of 80 81 minute pace, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy talk. So I set off down, downhill like that. Oh, yeah. What a creature. And um, and then, yeah, you hit the river and start climbing. Mm-mm. And climb, 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 climb. Really noticing it. There's a uh, sign on the bridge there at about three miles. And it says, you've done the training. Find your pace. Right. And keep going. Yeah. That's absolutely great. That's a nice thing, isn't it? Yeah. A strange after saying she, she was talking to um, it's all right. it's okay. Michael Carrick. 
All right. The football well, Harry, yeah. about that bridge. He's a Geordie legend. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he, who he was. I yeah, was uh, talking yeah. to him. And I turned around and I went, yes, I totally agree. Yeah. And then someone came and got a selfie. I was like, oh, yeah, we're someone famous. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. No, it's great. But, um, and, uh, but that bridge was inspiring. Yeah. Anyway, do you remember our conversation about what you said about not worrying too much about the last mile? Right. And what I said about running a 10K yeah. and kind of basically slamming out a uh, park run. Yeah. Then making sure you survive the next two, three K. Right. And then uh, the last two K should be all right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I kind of modded it, modded it like that, really. Right. I tried to keep my pace, tried to get up this hill whilst maintaining pace. And uh, all the time I was thinking, when I want to get to 10 miles. Right. South Shields Way. Yeah. I will try. And I was also remembering the Grand Prix, the five times around the circuit yeah. half. And I thought, I'm really going to try and put on a turn of speed. Put the pedal to put the, the pedal down, Do some overtaking around yeah. the 10-mile mark. Yeah. And, uh, and then that didn't really happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, when, because a lot of people have a similar idea don't they i've often thought i'm going to speed up near the end and overtake everyone it seems like everyone else is trying to do the same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also you just i suppose it's testament to what the power you are exhibiting you know i think really looking back from here i think i was pretty harsh on myself yeah i mean i did a lot about that grand prix circuit one and in my memory i ran that really well and this is like, oh, I've let my training slip. I'm not as fast as I was. But, you know, it's all on the graph. Yeah. Because that was actually significantly slower than Sunday. Right. But that memory, I didn't include that information in my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what happened was I, I was aware that these hills had taken it out of me a bit. Really enjoying it. You know, it's great. It's just like London. It's just support all the way. Brilliant. The weather was nice. It wasn't nice. too hot. It yeah. would have been one of those ones if you were going slow. If you were doing it in uh, two and a half hours, then it would be getting pretty uncomfortably hot. Right. As, over time, you know? Yeah. Well, it starts quite late as well, which is nice. It was a 10.40 start. Yeah. Um, Civilised. So, I was closing in on 10 miles, looking to change up. And I'd watched the 135 pacer disappear over the horizon. Right. And then another, I don't know how this works or whatever, but a one, maybe that was the 133 pacer, because just before the 10 mile mark, a guy came past me, and turned out he was the 135 pacer. Right. And as he came past, he said, love the podcast. Oh, that's nice. I was like, well, now I've got seriously mixed feelings. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, thank you. It's so wonderful. Damn it. So, um, it is a very peculiar motion, uh, sensation when you get swamped by the pacer and the surrounding entourage. Yeah, that's right. It's a sense of they've, kept, they've made better calculations or something. Yeah, you know it right? just comes past you. Yeah. Like, and, um, yeah, well, I tried to sit in with them because could, I could see the 10 mile right. thing and I thought, oh, and also past the 10k thing at 46 which I thought right. that's interesting because they did a 43 10k so going a bit slower than that and yeah, but trying to work out what the yeah. maths was and stuff like yeah. that that was quite useful anyway so I tried to put on a little turn of speed and stay with the 135 pacer and it didn't really happen but it wasn't nothing do you know right. what I mean I, I managed to Squeeze make some kind of gear of change yeah. closest equivalent was 
the tiny bit of speed I put on at the imaginary park the week before. Right. Um, but still, yeah, off they all went, my speedy compatriots. But then you're into the uh, final miles. Yeah. And it does, it palms up, you know, you're back in town. There's, yeah. There's an Elvis. And then, and then it all happened at once. I got past 11 miles. I was just getting into the roundabout, it's just before the hill, and you see the sea. And then, simultaneously, I must have just slowed down a bit and got a bit distracted. I started thinking about, started thinking quite properly about my dad and about what I was going to say right. at the funeral and stuff. And I started to, to cry again, just a tiny bit. Yeah. And in that instant, I saw the sea, I realised we were near the end. And the 140 pacer appeared at my left shoulder. Right. I was like, I'll solve this! <laughs> <laughs> so I went. And funny enough, I believe I went in exactly the same place, in exactly the same way when uh, Rayworth and Chan called me up last time we were right. there. So, so I really put my foot down. Went into stop crying. Pulled stuff together. Went down the steep hill. And I'm aware of the way it works now because you go down there and think oh great I'm on for the finish but it's a mile away yeah it's slightly uphill right but I really just held speed as best I could got my chest up and out good for you and uh, listened to some superb music right and uh, what a roller coaster it came, came right in it was uh, and then so that was the 140 pace on my shoulder yeah and I did it in just over 139 139.06 right nice so what well, that then. strange moment at the end, they bought me one minute, basically. Yes. But I bought it all in the last mile, so that's not bad. That's great. You did really well. What an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. What an experience. And also, when you, often when you're running long races, you do find yourself working through emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah. You do find yourself thinking what I want to say to people when I next see them. Do you know, yes, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, There's something about it. It's all that left brain stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, I did. I mean, I talk about not wanting to think about the sadness of the summer, but when I was in the Lake District, you know, pointedly a week and a half before, yeah. and in my non-running hours, I really wasn't thinking about it. I was burying myself in everything else. Right. But when I ran, I found myself basically writing the speech yes. for the funeral. And that was the only time I thought about it at all. But yeah. when I was running it, yeah, like you say, you, it coalesces, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. That's what running's for. I mean, that's why. That's a huge part of it, isn't it? That's a sort of appointment with yourself, with your own therapist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, great run. What an experience. And how are you feeling today? It must have been tough yesterday as well, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to have done more stretching and exercising. Yeah. But... Yeah, yesterday was was tough. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Actually, yeah. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, and it was very positive. Um, and then uh, I've just got that quite satisfying ache, which I get after long events, where the backs of my thighs hurt in a very even and non-worrying way. Right. Do you know what I mean? They just feel like yeah. I've done something with them. Well, you've done. You've really done. Have. You have. Yeah. And uh, my knees are more troublesome. They're more kind of twangy and neural right. and gradually destroying those bad boys. But the backs of my thighs, that's uh, definitely what we would call a smug ache. Yeah. And it was quite odd. I mean, that was the very much the long version I just gave you. But in, put simply, my fitness is at a very weird moment because over the summer... 
I've kept my mileage, but I've lost a bit of pace. Yeah. So I simultaneously got to the end, thinking, oh, it's hard. And then I finished, and I was like, oh, have we done already? That's it, yeah. So all the difficulty was focused on pace. You've done a lot of miles, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. think uh, I did. It's unusual to, like Natalie Haynes, basically, to run more than half in training for a half. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now I'm just six weeks out from the Yorkshire Marathon, and I'm genuinely looking at how to how to reclaim that pace yeah yeah I think well, I you've, you've got a few part runs hopefully between haven't you hopefully yeah that should be good I'm hoping this um, Saturday which will be what the uh, would be 14th yes um, to make it to Crosby Park run alright the one I didn't quite make it for the other time north of Liverpool I'm on the doing it the other way around now it's like I've thought, every time we go into the park and turn left, why not just turn right for a change? Oh, you <laughs> change. you're mistrustful of the idea. It's funny that you should <laughs> invoke the northeastern accent, because that's what I think this. Rather than running from the shiny city of Newcastle up to the lonely fields of South Shields, you could reverse that, couldn't you? Why not run the other way, like? Yeah. That'd be my tip. But an event that you return to nonetheless. Oh, it's great. Enjoy, yeah. Oh, it's unmissable. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, sniffing, dear listener. So, we're in Highgate Wood now, very nice. I thought this would be more dramatically autumnal after our superb summer one. But then it was only a fortnight ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's still green leaves. It uh, maintains its position as a source of... Awe and wonder, doesn't it? It does. Really very lucky. Did you in. fall over on one of your runs in recent days? Well, yeah, I fell over yesterday, actually. Oh. I was, uh, the difference between today and yesterday is huge. Yesterday I was running at this pace. We're running slowly. Yep. But I was really tired. I had a really bad night's sleep. I drank. I'd had one of those. The kids had been to Hackney Carnival. George returned with his mates at one in the morning on a Sunday yeah. with his mates for afters. Um, I stormed down and said, either be quiet or swear word off. I was really, I was really robust with them. Yeah. Just quiet down, kids, or head off home, please. Yes, head off home at the earliest opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they quieted down for a bit, but at two I had to just turn them off. I just had to turn it all off. Yeah. And then they ended up... Just in the street for an hour. I, I nearly called the police myself. <laughs> Thankfully, George is going. He's gone. He's set off to back to university today. I think you should have called the police. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was spitting with rage. No, it's good that you got him in the street because then that meant it was as irritating for all the other people yeah. living your road. He was, they're just unable to. Anyway, I, the next morning, I, the next morning, I said to George, "I'm sorry for your uh, mate. Start. I was a bit of a psychopath last night." And went, oh no, they liked it. They thought it was really real. <laughs> so, so, but, yeah, just Great. really honest, because most parents are a bit like polite, but you just really were really honest, and yeah. you know. So you never know, do you? No, it's great. <laughs> yeah. That was a really real moment. Of pure rage. Way. It's a real twenty one anymore. Twenty first century skill your yeah. sons have of being able to put your rage at arm's length. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, you need anger yeah. management. Yeah. I see you being angry there again. I'm observing That's really this. Real. I'm really enjoying it's this like real rage. It's like a television program. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's gone back to Manchester now. 
and I'll really miss him every time he comes. And every, I'm glad to see him again. Every time he goes, I will. I'll really miss him. And Bonnie's going in a couple of weeks to Bristol. But on the other hand, him making me really livid on Sunday night tempers that nicely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we went for a few runs in the summer with him, and yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a new chapter. Yeah. Absolutely. And where's Bonnie going? Bonnie's going in a couple of weeks to to Bristol. That's right. So and with Reedy going every day to to the Brit School. Still having a good time? Still enjoying it, still turning up. Yeah. Still getting up at quarter to seven on the morning. Very good. Which amounts to a revolution. Yep. And uh, yeah, it just feels like uh, a lot of change going on. Yeah. Your kids back at school yet? Yeah, they right. didn't go back till last Friday, and then their second day at school, right. they had to miss. But they had to miss. They had a blooming good excuse. Right. Because we all we all performed. There was music at the funeral yesterday. It was a all right. green ceremony in a memorial field. Right. And it was really nice. We went out there, and it was cold and grey, but you know, yeah, that's a pathetic fallacy. Yeah. Well, not fallacious in this instance. And um, it didn't rain. It looked like it was gonna. We just had a few speeches, all of which were peppered with proper laughs. Right. And a few songs. Yeah. And it was all very uh, upbeat. Was, was anyone uh, sort of holding the ceremony as such? Was yeah, it, there uh, was a celebrant. Right. But he didn't have much to do. He was really good. He really read the room and felt the thing. Yeah. And he did the little, he did a little kind of secular prayer, if you will, at the right. end. Really, but really short. And yeah. me and my brother said a few words. A guy who my dad had known since he was a kid said a few words. And a guy my dad used to work with said a few words. And my mum said a few words and read a poem. Yeah. And my kids played a tune and sang a song. And me and my brother sang songs. And then wow. and then we uh, played, uh, got the uh, Bouncy Castle out. Right. Okay. We all got on there. Okay. No, that's the that last message. <laughs> yeah. But it's quite good, I think, that it's... Uh, Oh, I can't say it. it was kind of a. It sounds quite hippieish, doesn't it? it and it was great. in all the it best ways because yeah. we weren't. It was very non-superficial hippie. Yeah. Not that that's bad, but you know there were no. It wasn't Stevie Nicks. We just chose felt quite natural things, and it felt yeah. it felt entirely appropriate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was good. And I was really dreading it. So. I bet you were. Yeah. So we hired a car to get up there. Yeah. Went up there, had a lovely, the wake thing was really good as well. Lots of chatting with old yeah. family friends and old photos and things. Yes. But yeah. one of the best things about it is the pure weight of good, funny stories about my dad. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's... It's nice to be remembered. That's all right. That's the way to do it. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. It's like old school memoir, isn't it? Like a yes. David Niven autobiography. Yes. Just funny stories, basically. Just celebrate. Yeah. And if you, particularly if it suits the personality of the person in question, then, yeah. then why not? Well, there was also just a lot of talk about how much people used to drink and drive in the old days. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> One of my dad's oldest friends saying, yeah, the driver would limit themselves to six to eight pints. <laughs> oh, look at this. I'm getting a photo. Sorry to stop. I know I normally get it on the way, but I'm going to miss it if I don't get it now. Times have changed in that regard, haven't they? Look, run through that. I'm going to get you running. Oh, okay. Oh, here it goes. Look at that. Oh, I forgot you were in that ridiculous top. <laughs> <laughs> it blends with the autumnal colours. So, yeah. And then took the hire car back this morning and 
it was a big ding in one of the tyres yeah. that I knew nothing about, which uh, lost me my deposit. Oh, nice. And I think it lost you less money than it would have done because when the bloke showed it to me, I went, Oh, it's all I need! You want this you? Like that, so... <laughs> don't think he's going to charge you the £1,000 excess. <laughs> this is near the... <laughs> this is near the... The fall yesterday. Oh, just one of these. Don't go again. Just, you just, little, just little roots. I went right open, was back up very quickly. But it did. Let, there's a bit of a bump on my over there. Yeah, I can hold it out. And I saw oh, photos of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Because I noted this injury, one on your knee. Injury montage, but there. Did you go down again, or did you nearly go down again? Cause it's so easy to fall over um, straight after you fall over. No, isn't I, it? I went. I was wearing tracksuit. Uh, Trousers, it was and, and a long sleeve top. It wasn't, wasn't that bad, but yeah, I think it was that route there. You just as these little, you can't well, really catch hold of them. Maybe next you? time, maybe we should have gone a different route. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is a problem with going this way around. Yeah, but, uh, it's still it's still shocking when you really fall over, isn't it? it oh still yeah, feels stupid and <laughs> painful at the that same shakes time. Shakes you right up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It affects the rest of the run, doesn't it? If you have a really solid clump. Yeah. I'm actually playing all my falls in slow motion in my head. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was one recently, wasn't there? I really took it. Oh, that's right, the, on the cobbles. But the classic is the one I told you about here, the slow motion in Wales. Yeah. Where I basically just kind of stepped onto my hands and knees and then rolled over in the poo. <laughs> all the while going so slowly that any witness <laughs> would have thought I must Why be doing, doing it deliberately. kind of prank <laughs> fall there. And like so many country runs... That fantastic gear change from feeling like you're in some kind of advert montage sequence type deal yes. to just being in poo yeah. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hashtag in poo. <laughs> Awkward. Hashtag enough said. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag gratitude. We bought a book that was about, it was like, called something like How to Be a Teenager. It was just a fun, but possibly quite elucidating book for the family. For, yeah. As, you know, for us as parents and the kids as teenagers to have a laugh about it. And it was so rubbish and so patronising. Right. We sent it back. It was a really funny moment last week when I just bought this album my dad used to have on vinyl. And uh, Peter Skellen album. And uh, he was much cooler than that. We just liked this particular yeah, album. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and my daughter was reading it, dripping with uh, disapproval excerpts from this book. So I was playing this song and saying, Oh, listen to this, it's so wonderful. It reminds me. And she was going, Oh, listen to this. And it was like, Take care of yourself, be good to your friends. Stay happy. Yeah. Hashtag enough said. Yeah, hashtag enough said. Is there <laughs> we, anything we, else needed to be what said? What we didn't realise when we bought that book is that the, the really cathartic thing would be to set it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that uh, sort of two-day detox thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. That you do before races, that kind of drink water and kind of eat more vegetal in the Sorry, belief that you can baby in the sand bit there oh, who no. just saw us just stopped everything yeah, yeah. it's kind of bobbing and playing and just saw why wouldn't us you? in our headsets and was like eyes that said what the heck is going on <laughs> Sorry, the two day detox the podcast no, it's actually hold that thought even longer yeah how old are you 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, well, I mean, a little bit yesterday when I was just hung over through my own idiocy and, and the drink and the eating loads of stuff, just that inescapable physical law with running that that you get out what you put in thing. Yeah, yeah. And just the attempt that, that, that you resist that is kind of you just that's that self-sabotage thing that kind of it's just so simple isn't yes, it the relation right. to r- how you get on in running training and and what you put into this tube that we call our body yeah yeah it's that's just right. simple equation yeah, and it's so simple and so tiresome because <laughs> it's it's unforgiving yeah you, you tell, you're always trying to dodge it it's yeah. like oh i'll have some drinks tonight but tomorrow won't be so bad and then it is and you've just it's so yeah. simple it's but also <laughs> it's worth noting in recent weeks, I mean, yeah, certainly, we're sounding like, well, we're sounding like the, the borderline addicts we are yeah. in the last couple of weeks of this, of these episodes. But the other thing I've noticed ahead of this run is the last two, three weeks, I've been getting enough sleep. Right. It and just that, makes all the difference. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Going to bed. At a decent time. At about midnight. Yeah. And waking up naturally, like, just before the alarm at about eight. Yeah, it's huge. That's over now. The kids come back to school and go yeah. back to work. Mate, it's a huge... Uh, well, I was in Devon with a mate for a few days. Yeah. And he's of that kind of... He goes to bed about 10 and he's about half six sort of thing. What's that all about? Well, it's just a different lifestyle, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I can't, can't begin. But I'd love to do it, but we just can't do that. No. Just, but it's more the kind of... Mentally and physically, you know that booze doesn't help this machine yeah. with which we run. But it's more the mental accumulation of stress, isn't it, that you drink booze to kind of disperse or deal with in a way, don't That's you? That's right. It's it a... every few days. It's a weird one, and it's something that yeah. we, we, we joke about it. And what, let's, I don't think we are problem drinkers, but I do but drink a, a bit more than I want to. Yeah, it's a conversation, isn't yeah. it? It's a di- we have a dialogue <laughs> yeah. with it. I mean, it's yeah. a, part of it for me has always been with things like that that are technically bad for you. Yeah. Is recognising what's good about them. Yes. And yeah. where necessary and when possible. Yeah. But accepting that and put it to one side, you know. Yeah. That's exactly what 
my wife said, and of course, she's, you know, she is not in any way a hard taskmaster, but if I'm trying to do the right thing, she'll help me. Yeah. You know, and she, she sees all. She sees all. She sees all. And she said, I said to, uh, you know, a few listeners have been getting in touch and saying, you said no lager in September. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. I yes. did. Yeah. And when I had the first, is that again the other night? Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my wife was like, I, I said, I'll just have this one because it really feels like it today. And then next day I had another one. She was like, so I really, you know, I do fancy. I really kind of need it. And she said, yeah, and your dad just died. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I do, yeah. I totally, we, we totally associate the bereavement with the thirst. Yes, and we do, it, yeah. Of course, there's, you're, you're stuck out problems because it is a depressive. Yeah. But in that moment, in that evening moment, that kind of, you know, to just numb it a little bit. I mean, yeah. it's medicine, isn't it? It makes total sense. I think yeah. most medicines got, got side effects. Yes. And in this case, miserable warnings, yeah. poor running performance and possible addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's funny how we, just what qualifies as an excuse for a drink. Oh, like, yes. Anything remotely stressful administratively, <laughs> you know, re- re- means you have, a, you have to have a drink the next day. Anything yeah. at all happens with the kids. You know. yeah, well, no it's way. almost like going to the shop to do the weekly <laughs> shop requires a drink after it. Yeah, that's right. This reward syndrome. And the reward yeah. syndrome is very bad, isn't it? It's Thursday. You it to the time of yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do yeah. find myself, you know, you get to kind of early afternoon and think, hmm, so... Oh, maybe uh, yeah, we've just chopped an onion. I need a drink, you know. Oh, look at oh, Hey, sorry, thanks. I do think that um, I really thought that that being the bereavement thing might come with a bunch of uh, you know real sadness, you know, lots of right. tears and long walks. And actually, it's been more a combination of a real thirst, right, as disgust, yeah, um, uh, lot of very bad temper, right, really enjoying falling out with various bad drivers and bad customer service right and uh, and also no one wants to hear too much about this but you know i've been pretty lusty right and i gotta tell you i didn't think bereavement would make me feel this much like a pirate it's quite nice it's like ah i take this world on lust for life what you got for me yeah that's for life, that's right. Yeah, I wanted to sprint right. through Edinburgh, do some shoplifting. Yeah, yeah. Take some smack. Well, it's linked to with the anger as well, isn't it? The rage and the yeah. mortality. And there's a lot going on, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. But luckily... Right. It's, good to go, it's good to go easy on yourself. You know? yeah, Sorry, were you going to say, but luckily... Well, it's lucky that when you look back out to the wider world, everything is so cheerful and upbeat at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's ideal. And genuinely, I feel, in a way, it's slightly better for me at the moment, because instead of being sad and depressed about that, I just think, oh, come on! Yeah. I've got enough to deal with. (laughs) Sort it out! Yeah. So, yeah. It's really funny when little things happen near me. There's a kind of Hulk factor, you know? Yeah. There's someone, if I go with my family to a cafe and they get my order wrong, you feel like they're going to quickly nip away from the table <laughs> pull the waiting staff to one side and say so you, don't you really need to yeah. this is not the day to do this yes, yeah. he's going to take this place down he'll burn this place down <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I don't I really don't I don't boycott the whole thing before but it's good to I actually wrote about it in my in my article this week uh, yeah. about about rage and feeling angry and running and it came about because 
been having a few sort of family rounds. Yeah. And uh, that thing of going for... A, I don't know what we talked about last week, but sending, but writing emails and not sending. Yeah. And spending most of the run we did talk constructing a, a very... About that last time we were out. A very reasoned email, and thank goodness you don't send them. No, no, that's and right. And running being part of that process of getting getting you through that. That's you know, right. That that's sort right. of initial rage thing. You know. And, and then there's the a safe, safe outlet for rage as well. Yeah, and I've been the other way as well. I've sent that email in the past and felt like I'd worded it very carefully. Yeah. And more than that, I've never been forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Because, so, you know, you do yeah, really totally. have to watch that. Absolutely. Conflict is conflict is such a dangerous little thing to get yes. in Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how well-worded the email is that almost makes it worse no that's you right it's, it's, it's never, if the person isn't ready to hear it from you yeah. then they're not going to read it that closely I'm, I'm on the wrong to... side of this you're definitely this on is going to go bad you, you can run through this I've run through this a couple of times it, it is it's an obstacle that you can get through right. I deal <laughs> oh that reminds you though yeah. I remember running up I had such a nice message from our friend Tony Aldenshaw all right. God, he's a good guy, isn't he? He's an idiot, of course. Yeah. He's one of the good guys. Absolutely. Because it's a shame you couldn't come on that run we did with him. <laughs> <laughs> the revisionist nature of running commentary <laughs> written out. <laughs> it's a, we've already got Sooty on it. Pixelated in pictures. Steve to go back and yeah. get Trotsky on it. Yeah. <laughs> off it, on it, off it. Oh, oh. So I'm having real trouble with my headphone wire this last couple of runs, on, man. which after, you know, three years, you think it would have settled down. What's going on? Has it been? I just got my thumb in it, but I'm sure it's fine. Are we coming up on three years? Are we? Let's have a look. I think so, yeah. I'm just going to see if I broke that. I don't think I did. Still in. Still going up. Still functional. All systems are go. Uh, all lights are green. All systems are go. Systems are go. So, how are you going to get the best out of yourself for this 5K tomorrow? Well, you can carry on not drinking today. I've got my one-day detox today. Yeah. Not eating so much. Try to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Just try and really warm up properly. Yeah. Gentle jogging and stretching just so I can get the most out of every stride length. Yep. Try and resist the urge to set off too fast. And just get, get my head around the fact that I'm there's just going to be a lot of pain. And just get my head around to accepting it, not fighting it. And will you be I'm pushing into it? And I'll be near the bottom of the field. Will you be running on your balls? I'll be running on the balls of my feet. Who was saying that the other day? Of course, you should run on the balls of your feet. That was the classic. That was like that. Obviously, they were right, but it was like, just try running barefoot, and then you'll see. It's like, yeah, but yeah, we don't run barefoot. No, we don't. But <laughs> he's right. I mean, I find I'd, I'm run, I do naturally run on the balls of my feet. Yeah, I don't know whether I always did or what. I don't know. Whether you change to it. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I'll be trying to fix my eye on the vest of the run in front of me and stay with it as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it's, it'll be an evening of attritional warfare against myself. Yeah. That competition is a funny one, isn't it? Because sometimes trying to hold someone there is so useful. And other times, that knowledge that they're getting away from you oh, can really break your spirit. It's a extremely disheartening feeling when people just pull away from you just gradually and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. There's something about the, the basic nature of life. I think it's much, we're much more responsive 
uh, in the moment in terms of surprise yeah. than, than planning it, you know, than long form. Right. So if you're along next to someone, it's a bit like a, the uh, frog in the water that's gradually boiling, you know? Yeah. You run along behind someone and they're gradually getting away from you. You feel completely powerless and yeah. there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And then, and yet, something can happen like the 140 guy catching me up. Yeah. And it shakes And you're like, around. oh, stop that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And suddenly you find a gear yes. that was totally unavailable to you yeah, yeah, yeah. three seconds earlier. Yeah. I can run a mile in 10 minutes, Yes, yeah. says the guy who'd literally nearly gone home yes. off the New York Marathon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can do that. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> I find if I'm... Because when you're on the track, it's so much more exposed. Yep. You know, the last guy. Everyone can see you. Yeah, yeah. You're in everyone's vision. You're the, you're the last guy. Look <laughs> at that guy. Uh, so I find if I can... I think in terms of positive visualisation, <laughs> I think you should maybe move I away. Re- I think I need to reframe this. <laughs> but if, if you're in the middle of the pack, I can often hold that. But it's when you end up at the back. Yeah. Even if you try to hang on. It can just feel like a kind of... A pretty hopeless position, so I'll be You're trying to it. lodge somewhere midst the other runners, yeah. and hopefully, hopefully they can carry me to a time of respectability, yeah, yeah. which will be anything under 20 minutes. Yes. Um, you say that like that's not much, but that is much. And, and, and it will be a hard run. I mean, I, I got down to about 1940 a few months ago, but I've had the hernia since, yep. and no real speed work, but I have done a lot of running. Yeah. So we'll see where we end up. Well, I think even though we were in quite different, you know, we haven't seen that much each other, we're running that much together. I think there's a, it's a, in the coming weeks we should examine this. That what do you get when you've got? How does it feel when you've got mileage but not pace? Yeah. You know, we've both yeah. just been putting in the miles. We yes. haven't stopped yeah, yeah, yeah. running, but we yeah. have kind of stopped training a bit. Yes. And uh, yeah. I think it puts it in the, if you get a bit of distance on it, I think it puts us in a strong position. It does, yeah. If I can start going on a... Oh, that's a J. Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> I can start going on a Tuesday again to the club sessions. I will quickly... You feel the difference yeah. quite quickly. Yeah, same thing. I want to just get to as many as as many park runs as possible. So you're up there, you're playing what, Laughter House this weekend? Uh, right? hot, hot Water. All right. Okay. It's Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And I'll run to... I, was like, I don't know where I'm staying in relation to Crosby. It's like, it doesn't matter. Right. I'll get up early enough and I'll run there. And that'll be that. Yeah. And then... Uh, and that'll be my long run for this weekend. Right. I'm hoping to... If I'm not too broken after this week to do... Get up to about 16... Yeah. And then a week after that, do a, do a long Do 20. Yeah. And try and be well rested for it and try and do 20 right. with a little bit of pace. Right. Not, not, not what I would do at the marathon. No. Just no. faster than this, you know, just yeah. uh, eight and a half, eight and a half minute miles yeah. and just try and hold it yeah. on my, without any, on the uh, imaginary towpath of life, you know, without yeah. the run around me. And, uh, yeah, and then I'm four weeks out. So, and I've already brought back the exercises and the planking and stuff. It makes all the difference. Yeah. Plank, every single plank is a psychological long, you know, particularly if you're going for time, obviously, is a psychological training for a long run. Yeah. Every one of them. I find them much more useful in that way than, uh, than, um, <laughs> then I find that much more useful than 
the actual physicality of the planking. Although, yeah. of course, that becomes a side order because it's really good for your core. And that, and if you do it for a long time, yeah, you know you've done it. But really, it's just the psychology of staying down there for another minute when, you, when you're beaten, you know? He's because that's how to finish. He's, he's training that, that bullishness, isn't it? Yeah. That you're going to need. Okay, that's enough of that. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> we raise our pace as a youngster. Gazelle-like. He overtook us. Stroke past us with hugely long strides. We went after him. We went after him. He didn't notice, and now we're really tired. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) hurt my ass. Yeah. (laughs) But this week, it's Tuesday, and I didn't do any stretching or exercising yesterday. But this week, I'm back on the, what did they used to call it? Um, Five times, four times, two. Right. So I'll do five four-minute planks Tuesday through Saturday, and I will also run a park run on Saturday. And that's that's one on the beach. Yeah. That you like, yeah. Well, I, it looks good. I've never done it. Right. Okay. <laughs> and if I do it, actually, if I do do it in four-minute kilometres, I'll be very surprised. Yeah. But I'll try. Something to go for, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And then. One day in the coming weeks, I'm going to do my 50th park run. Wow. So I have to have a look at the diary and work out when that's going to be. Yeah. And make a bit of a thing of it. Well, t- today I was going to chat about this if you're around the next few weeks. I was going to reach out to Joe Pavey, see whether yes. I can get a run with her. Absolutely. So I've got a number for her, so I'll do that. I just wanted to check that you're around. Yeah, I think now that as the, all the... Children go back to their various academies, and life goes back to some semblance of normality. Everyone's back from summer now, aren't they? We're gonna. Uh, we do have to also train for these races, but I think we should definitely tee up another interview season. Yeah. Yeah. With Pavey at its heart. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Whenever I see old old Mo, I get a little twinkle. Old Max, old McIntyre's got his number, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Give it feels go. a bit direct, but you never know. You I never saw Mo know. on. Uh, he, you, you know, Mo won the Great North Run. Yes. He's so great, isn't he? Because he doesn't, he doesn't button it down. You know, he's out there. He's such an open, um, sharing runner. Yes. And also, the woman who won the Great North Run, she get the world record for a half marathon anywhere. Yeah. It was certainly some kind of record. Right. He did it in just under an hour. Yes, yeah. And she did it in one hour and four. Yeah. It's That's just great. incredible. That's great. What I, like, what I like about Mo is that he's not that mellow, is he? No, no. He's just an out there competitor. So he's, yeah. sometimes he can be a bit moody or definitely a bit weird. Definitely more of a Murray than a Henman. Yeah, he definitely can be a bit moody at press conferences and a bit... He's trying to be as good as he possibly can be, and that's yeah, that's who he is. I, I like him. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. And also, he's really good. Oh, yeah. He just keeps turning up and winning, and I don't know, trying different things. It just feels like he's kind of living it live in, a, in the best way. He's been judged quite harshly at the moment for being not one of the best marathon runners to have ever lived. <laughs> Seems a bit harsh when you look at his uh, track road. Yeah. Record, when he undoubtedly is one of the best track runners to have ever, yeah. ever uh, 
<laughs> performed, but he's not quite. Hasn't quite got. That he's not distance. quite upper upper tier at marathon. Yeah, and he's he's only in the top. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. He's, he's a great marathon runner, but he's not beating K- K- Kipchoge. Yeah, and uh, and who who is? No, it's you know, or Turgo, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's a ramp of guys a bit faster than him, but my goodness, yeah, it's the toughest event. He's also getting a bit older as well, so he's kind of. He's caught between trying out a new event, but also he's getting a bit older to come back to the track again. So he's a I little think what bit. What he needs is a. I, I can see him if if he could find the right kind of slow 10k-ish run to to run with a certain you know some quite inspiring yet amateur yes. older runners, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. male runners, yes, yeah, yeah, with a sense of humour about this whole thing, yeah, yeah. Then maybe he could find something. Yeah, give him some inspiration. Yeah, give him some red wine. We need to get him down for the Crouch End 10K. <laughs> Storm it, wouldn't it? Eat your donut, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Would he win, though? It is a tricky course. <laughs> <laughs> Would he get caught out? Like, I can see that. Deceptive twists and turns. I think he'd beat us, but I think he'd be top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crouch End 10K. <laughs> a late entrance. So get, get in the interview. We have to... Just live podcast the Crap 10 10 came with Sorry, Paula, we're doing it with Mo. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys, I've been okay. waiting for this. A very confused Mo Farah. Why am I here? <laughs> Saw Paula Radcliffe in the distance at the, at the Great North Run. Was, well. was, she, was she there? What was she running? I don't think she was running. Right. I don't know, she didn't tell me. Right. Because <laughs> she doesn't know who I am, all right? Okay. I was right near her once. Yeah. And I, that's Paula! Paula! So let's want to do some PBs next week. Yeah, I've got some more good ones coming. Yes, which is great. Keep them coming in. There was a couple who did great North and both got PB, but of course, reading between the lines, that means at some point he had to go, okay, see you later, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is great, but bye. That was really good fun. Lovely. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.